From London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jags. We are back here with episode 65 of the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And I'm still your host, Chris Jenks, ready for a brand new chapter in the LDL adventure. Can I give a special shout out to Monday, who was only here seven days ago, but is back again for another one. Brand new, fresh out of the box. This week, we have a great subject to look at. Why people are never satisfied with what they have. Now, when I think of that statement, I can think of many people who want material things, new job, relationship, situation, and then it just doesn't seem enough for them, does it? The question with this is simply, why? Why are people never satisfied? Now, let's have that drop and then we can get stuck right in. The Learn, Develop, Live podcast, picking you up. That cup of coffee isn't doing its job. Motivating your ears. Inspiring your mind. One day at a time. This This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Guess who's back? Back again. I know I mean. Right then, let's talk ungrateful people or people who just don't know how lucky they actually are. Whatever your situation may be, it is extremely likely that someone else out there would love your bad situation. Does your mattress feel lumpy? Maybe you got a spring or two popping up? Well, someone else right now is having to sleep on the floor. Maybe you have a leaky roof, but the next person is homeless and will love to have a roof over their heads no matter how many holes it's got in it. And in the current climate of the world, those people who moan about having to go to work, well, you know, At least you've got a job, eh? It's only really when you put these things into perspective that you realise just how lucky you are until you forget about it and go moan about your life again. Hey, at least you woke up on the right side of the ground this time. Remember, perspective. The human race is able to quickly adapt to major positive or indeed negative life events or changes and return to their base level of happiness. As a person achieves more success, expectations and desires rise in tandem. The result is never feeling satisfied, achieving no permanent gain in happiness. After significant life events, there is an adaption that takes place as a result of cognitive changes. These changes can include a change in values, goals, attention or interpretation of a situation. For example, maybe after making your first million pounds, a number you had previously thought was significant, you might well start thinking one million pounds is not really all that at all. You know, in the grand scheme of things, if and when I do that myself, I'll let you know. The outcome is no matter how pleasurable or how disappointing a situation is, we return to a happiness set point. A happiness set point is where humans generally maintain a constant level of happiness throughout their lives, despite events that occur around in their environment. 
Someone's happiness set point is determined by both hereditary and by personality traits that are ingrained in us early in life and as a result remain relatively constant throughout our lives. Our level of happiness may change for a short while in response to life events, but then almost always returns to its baseline level as we become accustomed to those events and their consequences over time. Like anything, once you've experienced something, you know how it works and what it's like to you, so you adapt to it. The trouble with the way humans work is that the standard level of happiness you have set, there may well be a barrier raising to your happiness over the long term. Both positive and negative events do have an impact on how you feel for short periods of time, but not over the long term. That said, it does help explain why earning £75,000 a year, hey, it's pretty good, I wouldn't mind it, compared to earning the minimum wage. But compared to your friend who earns £250,000 a year, well, it doesn't look so satisfying when you compare it, do you? This theory can also explain why some people are unable to eat in a five-star restaurant. They get used to cooking at home and they actually seem to be just as happy as the people eating in the five-star restaurant themselves. Now, when I see these chef programs on TV, while all these are incredibly talented people and the dishes they create, they look incredible. The first thought that always comes into my head is, there is so much empty space on that plate. And another example helps explain why, you know, you quit your job to work on a startup with your entrepreneurial ambitions. Feels amazing at first, doesn't it? Until you're overcome with the stress of needing to make ends meet. And when you're forced to take a job again after your startup doesn't work out, you're not overcome with crippling depression. At first, compared to your life of freedom and unlimited potential, employment seems dull and defeating. But in time, you get used to it. So the question is, how can we increase our happiness set point? Can you even do that? Well, the answer actually is yes. Well, you can, believe it or not. If happiness is the difference between expectations and reality, you're faced with two options, lower your expectations or increase your reality. As I've made the case for above, lowering your expectations and improving your reality are not end all solutions. Lowering expectations can be demoralizing while continually chasing outcome fails to provide fulfillment over the long term. To help look at flipping this around for yourself, there are several things that you can try and do. Number one, you can start by looking to gain self-awareness. Many millennials have been coddled into thinking they're God's gift to the earth. No offence. We've read self-help books that lead us to believe that we can do anything we set our mind to. And we haven't been exposed to realities of our genetic abilities. Maybe you've taken an overly ambitious project that you weren't capable of executing on and failed miserably. Unfortunately, we still don't have any effective way to measure one's abilities. University degrees, NVQs, A-levels, GCSEs, amongst other academic achievements, have all proven insufficient indicators of future successes or happiness. IQ, on the other hand, while not perfect, has shown to be the same sort of line of career success. By gaining self-awareness and matching your expectations to be in line with those realities, you are adapting to the right set point. This might also include lowering your expectations and desires. Lowering expectations can be hard to grapple with as it's not something that anyone really wants to be willing to tell us what we need to do. Only after having realistic expectations is it worth working on improving the outcomes. By increasing your reality to realistic expectations, you reach your potential. Congratulations. Number two, accept reality. 
You don't need to have opinions about everything, particularly if they're negative. What matters most is not your opinion. What matters most is reality. Trying to deny reality is a mistake. Many things are outside of our control. Wishing and hoping things were different only leads to anxiety. And that's not what we're meant to be chasing here, is it? And number three, pursue end goals. Goals are, of course, the outcomes of what we want to achieve, such as one million pounds or the job title that you want. Maybe ask yourself, what is your goal right now? At four, celebrate the wins, even the small ones. Celebrating wins reinforces your attention on the positive. There was a team meeting I used to go to once a month. And the first thing we did was go around the table and tell everyone what our three big wins for the month were. Some were small wins, but maybe they're big to the person. Some of us were really big and important to the whole team. If it's important to you, well, that's all that matters really, isn't it? Number five, express gratitude. Expressing gratitude means appreciating what you already have. Maybe you appreciate the life you have right now or your family. Maybe that cup of coffee that you had earlier. It's all about you. Number six, affirm confidence. A great phrase is, I'll figure it out. I repeat this to myself to remind me that no matter what comes my way, I do actually have the ability to deal with it eventually. And in the end, well, I'll be fine. Knowing that I'll adapt empowers me to take action without fear and increase my base state of confidence. I can do this. Yeah. If you're able to put these six things into practice, we should be able to, well, you should be able to know what you can achieve realistically. Be unafraid of negative outcomes and empowered to take action. You should be able to acknowledge if the bar is set too high because you'll never be happy if it is. And also if the bar is set too low because you need fulfillment in life. You can also make better and more practical decisions and you're happy and fulfilled. Your base state of happiness and self-esteem is high. If you spent your whole life pursuing something, once you get it, you adapt to new reality. It becomes your new base state. Once you have that, you can try and feel the same feelings of inadequacy or underachievement that we had before. It doesn't matter that we worked for decades to get there. Once we've got it, it's not exciting anymore, is it? However, if you don't change yourself enough, you'll inevitably feel unfulfilled. When you hold low expectations for yourself, you're thinking less of yourself and selling yourself short. It may make achievement seeking seem not that important, but if you challenge yourself well enough and bank your happiness on achieving a given outcome, you're in a state of failure until you achieve it. And then when you finally do achieve it, the feeling of happiness is only short-lived as you quickly move on to striving to the next milestone. The best thing could be gain self-awareness, maximize your perception of reality, and then take action without desperately seeking validation especially if it will only be short-lived, or having your happiness dependent on outcomes. Don't live by comparisons, live by what's true. Hey, no one said this was gonna be easy, did they? Now let's get your week moving in the right direction and finish this up with you coming over to ldlcool.com and booking your free, yes, that's right, free 30-minute LDL Power Call, and we can discuss how we can start your journey to level up in life today. Stop ignoring the pain, stop making excuses, and let's get you moving forward. Book your slot on the Learn Develop Live calendar at ldlcall.com and I'll speak to you soon. Okay.
Bye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at LearnDevelopLive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time. Join the motivation. 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 Motivation.